The Coach and Bolt Podcast with Chris Bolton and Coach Reed starts now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Coach and Bolt Podcast. I'm your host, the coach. I'm your co-host, the Bolt. And we are back. And in effect, um, we've got a range of topics we're going to get into today. Uh, we're going to grade the NBA season. We're going to look mm-hmm. at Go look at the really look at the um the NBA champion Golden State Warriors as they enjoyed their parade today. Oh yeah. And going forward with them, you know, some uh they got we, some, we were turned up. Oh uh, yeah, it was it was it looked lit to me, you know, well deserved. It was it's a little weird too though. You know Myers, you know, he said some stuff. Who did? Um um Myers did. Myers. I one of the management people. Okay, okay. He said some some little Funky to KD took a little slight shot at him. It seemed like it was weird. Well, we'll we'll definitely get into that as well as um, you know Kobe Bryant is, has some things to say uh, to directed to LeBron James. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about this uh, goat discussion. Of course, it's it's still ongoing. Uh, of course, the big topic uh, everybody wants to talk about is where is LeBron going at the end of this season and. Man, we got a lot to get to. A whole lot. Show. A lot to get to on the show. So let's dive right into it. Uh, let's start with the NBA season came to an end uh, the other day. And we are now at the championship parade that was held mm-hmm. today in Oakland. Um, so today we're going to grade the NBA season. And we're going to get into some quick takeaways from the finals. Uh, let's start with grading the NBA season. What would you give it if you had to? Let's see. It? See, I had to grade the season. Even though, oh, you said let's see, not us see. Oh yeah, yeah, let's. See. Oh, I thought you said no, 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 no. Let's see, let's see. Um, despite you know, we knew the finals. We knew the finals wasn't going to be the most exciting, you know, type of series. Even though for a, a sweep, it kind of was entertaining for you know four game series. But anyways, I mean. I grade the season. I'll give it a B plus. A B plus, and why would you? I say it was a good there? season. Um, of course, we we were besides the Warriors dominating the postseason for the most part till they met the Rockets. We did get to see some young up and comers. The Sixers made a name for themselves. The Celtics, with their injuries, had some young players blossom and make a name for themselves and kind of set the tone for what we can expect moving forward in the East and in the NBA. And we saw the Warriors really get challenged by the Rockets. So they almost lost. And arguably, you could really say that if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, the Rockets win that season. So I think it was a good season. We... um. Got to see some up and coming talent, and I think it's um you know kind of paving the way for next year to be that A season because I think we're gonna see some some real a lot more shifts and changes this year this off season. We saw some last off season. I think we're gonna see even more of that teams really attack and try to take the Warriors down. So I think it, this year was a good good year though. It was a B plus. Okay, uh, if I had to, if I'm going to grade it, uh, I'll probably echo uh, a couple of the same sentiments that you had as far as um, the young upcoming talent as well as um, some teams that had to um, sort of emerge due to some adversity. Uh, I would go B- minus uh, because, you know, as much as 
you know, we had a little parody toward the end. You know, it was still, you know, kind of, you know, we knew what would happen. It, you know, it would took special circumstances for um, something, something unforeseen to happen. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we pretty much were able to, you know, call it out. I mean, you had a lot of good things. You had, like you said, the emergence of some um, young guys, um, LeBron James in his 15th season. Um, played all 82 games and um, looked looked very good in year 15. That was a big thing. That's a big thing for the league to still have the best player still playing at a very mm -hmm. high level, elite level. Um, go to state, you know, take a took, you know, it was hard to think that they could get better um, from the first year of all of them together to the next. But they show a lot of improvements in some areas that, you know, we kind of thought they had weaknesses in and. Um, some teams were able to find chinks in the armor of that team, and you know mm -hmm. they they battled through numerous amounts of adversity. You know, with some infighting and some some injuries. You know, and they were able to overcome a lot. Um, we saw um, something we didn't think would work. James Harden and Chris Paul they ended up making things work and were a very formidable team. And like you mentioned, um, if Chris doesn't get hurt, you know, down the stretch, they might even challenge to um, win the West. So, you know, it was some good things. A lot of good things mixed in with a lot of, you know, bad. That's true. And we seen we seen Anthony Davis yeah, take his game to another level. Him and uh, Cousins before mm -hmm. he got hurt. I would love to send, see what that team could have did um, if Boogie was able to stay healthy. But, um, yeah, they proved to be another formidable team with some, you know, with, that's not too far away from taking another step. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah, that was that was another uh, plus to see as well. With that being said, though, I still think this this off season probably going to be more exciting than of course this season. Of course, uh, anytime you know you throw in the factor of you know LeBron James could be on the move, yeah. you know, and you know, more other, likely is on the move. Yeah, and yeah, uh, we'll Katie's technically a free agent as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's it's gonna take some things to work work out to get him there. But we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. um, let's let's hit some quick takeaways from the NBA Finals. Um, let's start with um, the thing that everybody has been talking about is you know LeBron's hand. Mm -hmm. I want to start there. Um, okay, this is just my thing. I'm a, everybody knows I'm a LeBron fan. Everybody knows that. Okay, this is my thing. It was no doubt about it that we could say he sustained a significant injury true um and i don't care about the amount of videos people posting him doing push-ups or doing or you know uh high-fiving his mm -hmm. kids you know he was able to that doesn't take away from whether or not he was injured or not he was able to go out and average over 30 you know with said injury i will say i wouldn't award the cast at the end of the game, I would not have done that. Yeah, he wild. You you went all you went. Ain't no ain't no need for wearing it now. I mean, this is the thing with me. I, I wouldn't. The reason I wouldn't have done it was because I mean, it's the optics of it, mm -hmm. and it will you know people. Even though you might have innocent intentions on wearing it, people are gonna you know. You, exactly what ended up happening. People were gonna say, "Oh, you just wearing this to take a, maybe attention away from, you know, the fact that y'all just got swept." Now mm -hmm. the conversation is, "You did it with an injury, and you know it creates, you know, a kind of built-in excuse." You know, I wouldn't have did that. I just, you know, addressed. Wait till you it. get home to wear it. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, it, I just addressed. It. Now I wouldn't. I would have, you know, did exactly what he did, which was not leak it. I wouldn't have said anything about him being hurt. Um, 
you know, before the games, I'd have kept that under wraps. But I, the notion that people are saying that he faked the injury or he, you know, manufactured this, I, I, I don't know. buy that at all. I ain't gonna say he faked the injury. It's just it, it's a bad look, especially when it's self inflicted. Yeah, because you couldn't, you know, you you lost you lost control of your temper. With all due with all due respect, um, I, I I've been in that position before where. You lose your your cool, but you mean like you say, like he said throughout his whole career. The reason he doesn't get in scuffles, the reason he doesn't really respond when guys try to, you know, make him get texts is because he knows he means too much to his team. And in that moment, I guess he forgot that he did mean as much he to his team, it. and he just lost his cool. Yeah, because I knew like he displayed that type of the type of anger and emotion he displayed on camera, I only knew that, you know, what would have happened behind the scenes, behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not surprised that he lashed out, but you know, at the same time, he has to realize that you cannot do that. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much. So you gonna, you gonna lash out, lash out on JR face, not on the whiteboard. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that. You mean too much to your team, you can't do that. And there's no excuse, it's, that's the thing, but you know, to say he, with some people, I've been seeing some people saying he faked the injury. I don't buy that either. So, no, I, I, don't, I don't buy that either. I mean, if you go back and look at some of the, rewatch some of the games from game two on, it's a lot of times yeah. when he's driving, he's finishing it's a noticeable, with the left. It's a noticeable difference. He's, noticeable he's trying difference. to go in with the left, and even on his slam dunks, he's not dunking with the same ferocity that he was right. before. Right. So, um, these finals, you know, as much, like we say, as much as, um, Warriors were expected to win. It didn't come off as dominant, you know, as some would say. They had the Cavs had opportunities. LeBron had certain opportunities in spots to yeah. make it a series, but you know that the other guys had got to come on too. Yeah, game one and game three, you know, you definitely could say this should have been at least put, a six game series. I put game three solely on LeBron because. He had moments that he could have took the game over, but he was too passive. It was, then it was times where, you know, you do not switch off Kevin Durant and you take that battle. If he makes the shot, he makes the shot, you know. So I do put that one on LeBron, but the other ones, I, I, I'm, I would, you know, pass those along. I put, I put yeah, I, I agree with that. And, I mean, to me, I put a lot of this stuff on the coaching staff, Ty Lue and them. Oh, yeah, he can get all that. He can get all that. Because... Even though it might work for the Rockets to switch everything, that's how that team is built. That team is built with a bunch of, you know, guys, rough riders, guys who are going to play defense. And, you know, it's easy for them. You know, they have a bunch of interchangeable parts where we can pass you off to the next guy and we switch. But that's not the route everybody needs to take in defending the Warriors. That's the easy route. That's the passive route. And you gotta sometimes you just gotta say, you know what, I'm gonna get over this screen, I'm gonna lock this guy up, we're not finna switch. Everybody they wanna switch like they had the Rockets and the Cavs all season, one of the worst defensive teams all year. Mm -hmm. Why are you switching? Mm -hmm. Lock in and play some real defense. Don't pass people off and switch. All right. So uh, so that leads to another topic, uh and we noticed at times during the series um, where there was a lot of, it seemed a lot of frustration within the Warriors, you know, that came out on the court. Um, do the Warriors really enjoy playing with each other? I think so. 
think so. I mean, it every just, every family has they they fights. Even you know you, you get into it with the people you love the most. So I mean, I don't read too much into them having their inner quarrels or you know stuff that happened in the house. I feel like they you know they enjoy playing with each other and it shows on the court. You know, it's, you know, I, and you know I, I say that because um, you know. The David West came out and he had he spoke to this topic and said, you know, last year Kevin Durant he came in he was all you know whatever it takes you know to win he you know he kind of comes in you know you need a new guy you come in you you don't say as much you mm-hmm. just go with the flow now they get the second year you get a year of feeling out process now you feel like you can be yourself and you can be more vocal and you can let your personality come out a lot more and that's what a lot of them said was that KD was show more of his personality and was a lot more um, himself mm-hmm. this year. And, um, at times, you know, it, it became a lot, you know, for all of them to cope with. And a lot of times, you know, it was a lot of, and you know, you got a lot of strong personalities within that locker room. You know, you got Draymond, it's him. KD. You got some ballers. It's, it's him. And Steve Kerr, the coach, as much as we say he doesn't, you know, he has the easiest job, you know. Something I like to, something I like to joke with him about. He is a very, very, very strong personality as well. So you got a lot of those chemicals there. It can lead to combustion. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it, you know, it's it's, it's 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 a thing. I think it's more of a thing there than they like to show more often. I can believe that, but I still think they, at the end of the day, they enjoy playing with each other. Of course, winning is the ultimate, you know, deodorant for anything that might be going on. Now, I will say, I think, we'll see if KD will be the first to break out of this group. I have a feeling Draymond might be the first one. Yeah, exactly. So, let's slide there. Let's slide to, you know, you got some upcoming contract situations that you're going to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Of course... KD is a free agent this year, but you know all indications are he's going to return. Draymond is not going to sign his extension this year. He's going to play out. He next wants year. super max. Though. Yeah, he wants to play out next year and potentially earn his way into making forty million dollars a year. That's not going to happen. But that's what he thinks. That's what he. Happen. That's what he might like. But because okay, so let's let's really examine the type of players who make that type of money. That's players who win a certain award. That's, that's players who finish that's your first time MVPs. Yeah, and, your yeah. first, second, third team NBA All NBA guys, and mm-hmm. you like and you know, so that means next year is Draymond making an All NBA team next year? He's gonna try to. So that means does that mean he's gonna try to score more, or you know, does that means he's gonna do more? Because you notice when Kerr took that leave of absence, Draymond shot the ball more. Mm-hmm. So. Now, if he's trying to earn this this deal, is he gonna shoot the ball more? Is that gonna take away from Steph's shots? Is that gonna take away from Clay's shots, KD's shots? I don't know if he's gonna shoot the ball more, but I think he's gonna get back to being that Draymond he was before he got the the name. Okay, so I think he'll get back to more of that you know rough riding, really getting every rebound, getting getting all the steals, all the deflections, doing all that stuff while getting points. But he wasn't doing that on a consistent basis this season. Okay, so that guy that you just said, because when I first said those type of players make upwards of $40 million a year, does that guy that you think he wants to turn into is that guy worthy of making $40 million a year? Nah. 
So then that leads to that leads to another problem because that's what he's gonna be expecting from them. And the Warriors have worked themselves into such a, you know, the luxury tax on this team is gonna be crazy. Um, it's a lot, you it know. It could potentially be crazy. It's, 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 but it, they can pay it. Of course, they can pay it. But Clay, Clay said he's willing to take a team friendly deal. He's happy with his life. We know Clay's going to resign. He he chilling at the house with Rocco, you know, playing playing fetch with him and stuff. He he cooling. He living life. He good. It's Draymond that's going to be the problem, I think. Right. And because Clay to me. You Clay Clay should get the money over Dre. You can find not to take away from what Draymond does, but look at the Rockets. Mm-hmm. You find PJ Tucker, you get you you know what I'm saying they got somebody like Capella. They, you can get guys like that, not necessarily had to pay one person upwards of 30, 35, 40 million dollars to do what PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker, you could make a case was out banging Draymond mm-hmm. all series is when they played. See, this is the issue that that arises with teams that are that can sometimes happen with teams that are homegrown. When you look at when you look at the other you know super teams that were formed, you look at your big three Celtics. You got uh, Pierce and, and not Pierce, but um, Garnett and Allen who came from other teams. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got with the with the Heat. You got Bosh, Wade. They had to work it out to form it together. Mm-hmm. And you look at. The Warriors who drafted these guys, mm-hmm. and while all the other big threes were at their peak, these guys were slowly arising up. Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of their run, they add Kevin Durant. So this is the problem where guys you originally drafted that you foreseen being good, they end up being exceeding your mm-hmm. your previous expectations, and now they want to cash in on their talent. So that's the problem you have that arises when you when you're um, the head of an organization. And, and it's important. And I feel like the Warriors have missed on a few drafts. I think so. I think Jordan Bell has been a good pick. Mm-hmm. But um, you, um, they drafted Jones from Vanderbilt, right. that big man from Vandy. He hasn't panned out. Right. Looney has showed spurts, but he's been unhealthy for the most I of the duration. Seen, I haven't seen your, y'all's guy from last year, McCall. I, haven't, I didn't see him. McCall, he, he had the, the injury the back injury towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he seems to be solid, but he hasn't shown growth, you know. He hasn't shown to really be, you know, if he can be somebody who can be in a rotation consistently. Right. So that's very important. I mean, and then we're not even accounting for the bench. Like, you see, we're talking about the bench now, but then you got Iguodala over here. You know, are you... What's his status going to be going forward? I say he's had... He had the knee injury, couldn't... Playing the finals, really. You paid Sean and you, Livingston. And you paid Iggy. Iggy, yeah. Iggy got, he's getting what, um, I want to say 16 mil a year? I can find I think it. I think it's 16 mil for three seasons. I mean, then, you know, you, you've paid, um, you paid Livingston. Livingston got paid, but that Iguodala, that actually, with them signing him to that deal, it surprised me. He he made, 14 last year, he made 16 this year. He's slated to make 17 million next year. See what I'm saying? When they paid him, that surprised me because he's he's old. He's shown that he might not be around when you really need him. And he's getting paid all that. That's keeping you from getting younger 3 and D guys who can essentially play his role. So. Right. 
we'll see how the Warriors, you know, play so, this out in the future. It's a lot they're going to have to deal with. Um, you, you think about, and then, you know, reports to service, you know, that they're interested in acquiring Anthony Davis. Um, now, if they come to you and say, okay, we won't. Um, if they if they get an AD, that, that sounds like Dre and Clay getting flipped. Okay, let's get there. I can see the Warriors saying, okay, we want to trade you Anthony Davis for Stephen Curry. I can see you saying no. I can see you saying um, trade Anthony Davis for Kevin Durant. I can see you saying no to that. I can see you saying no to Clay and Draymond for Anthony Davis. I can see you saying no to that. But either or, one of those two, mm-hmm. oh, give me Draymond and something else for Anthony Davis or Clay for something else for Anthony Davis. You gotta take that. I think. I think you know the Pelicans. If it's if it's Dre and Clay for AD, and they feel like AD might leave elsewhere when his contract is up, you have no choice but to take that. Yeah, and I think it'll be a good move even for the for the Warriors just to get. I feel like you know Draymond. He he might be he might wear on the team as time continues. You never know with his personality. And you see, he's talking about he wants a supermax. Who you really, who you really gonna pay a supermax for? You gonna pay it for Draymond or Anthony Davis? If you wanna pay somebody a supermax, Anthony Davis. There you go. So, well, it's, it's a lot they have to work out. It's a lot um, that they that, that and this is the type of things that happen when you have you know a super team. You have to work out and make things work if you want to keep these guys here. So, um, and they want to stay. Go ahead. And and looks like you know doesn't like LeBron's finna. Get any worse anytime soon. Okay. And like he still has several top, you know, top two. I mean, I feel like the next two years he'll be the number one guy in the league, and he even could be maybe for the next three, four years the number one guy in the league. He doesn't like he's finna tail off anytime soon. So if you want to stay ahead of LeBron, it's conversations like this that's going on behind closed doors in the Warriors front office to try to stay at the top. Yeah, we and speaking of the conversations that are going, we're gonna to. Circle back to a conversation that's going to segue into another topic as we go on. But we're going to transition to another topic right now. Uh, Kobe Bryant uh, mm-hmm. it's been a good Kobe, um, Kobe. transition into retirement for him thus far, uh, yeah. I would say. Um, Detail is a very interesting you know, show that he has on mm-hmm. ESPN+. Plus. Uh, he had some quotes the other day um, in regards to LeBron James and you know, um, trying finding a way to get the championship. Uh, I really want to dig into these quotes because it's like, Kobe, you said this, but you didn't really do this. So he did some of it. We're gonna we're gonna get I'm I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get there. <laughs> so let's go straight to the quote. Um Kobe says, and I quote, all I thought about as a kid personally was winning championships, Bryant said. That's all I cared about. That's how I valued Michael. That's how I valued Larry. That's how I valued Magic. It was just about winning championships. If I'm Braun, you got to figure out a way to win. It's not about a narrative. You want to win championships. You just got to figure it out. Okay. I I think that's something Kobe learned later into his career. Because if he truly believed that, him and Shaq would never split it up. But, you know. Go ahead. Okay. When Kobe um, 
when Kobe and Shaq split up and Kobe had to deal with the Smush Parkers of the world, the Kwame Browns of the world. Chris you know, Williams. Chris. Mm-hmm. They missed the playoffs their first year and had two first-round exits mm-hmm. the next. So where exactly is this figuring it out coming from that he speaks of here? And he then he threatened to leave, right? Yeah, he's about to go. He was about to. So, he, he had a plan to take the shot town. So where did this go? And then he goes on to say, let's get into the other part. Bryant said he thought James was working too much in this year's finals. After Cleveland's game three loss to Golden State, the Warriors defeated James. Oh, wait, I'm reading into the article now. Uh, okay, but yeah, his quote, stop it, working too much. Okay. So then, yeah, this is what happened. So when Kobe says this, that's when the Kobe stands, and we're going to call them stands. Mm-hmm. Kobe stands don't think they're stands. Kobe Bryant fans, let me say this, might be one of the most annoying sections of basketball fandom in basketball. I'm... Would you would you agree with that? They they up there. Kobe Bryant fan, Kobe Bryant fans are so annoying. They've gone on to say that LeBron James does not make his teammates better. That's a narrative that they're spewing out now on Twitter. They they say LeBron James does not make his teammates any better. But Kobe did. I ain't gonna say it. Kobe yeah, Kobe Kobe won. I'll say that. Kobe will find a way to win. He he didn't always make his teammates better. There's a lot of times Kobe was, he'd get the ball in the post, he gonna do his three dribbles, he gonna fade away, he gonna jack. That that's the offense. Oh wait, 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 wait. This is the this is the part of the quote where I he, he, he goes uh, really he takes a, a far left turn, a yeah, wide it, left. It, it takes a, he says, Phil used to say this thing to me a lot. When I was doing a lot on the court. Bryant said, he say, you have to do less. And I say, well, my teammates got to step up more. Phil would say, well, it's your responsibility to thrust the game upon them. I see what he's saying. It sounds good. Did we see what LeBron James took to the finals? Did we see those dudes that LeBron James took to the finals? What do you mean, man? He got Jordan Clarks. (laughs) Go on. Yeah, yeah. He got Jordan Clarkson. You want me to throw? You telling me Jordan. I should thrust the game upon these guys? Nah, they they can't they can't really do nothing. The only person who can who can do something like that is Kevin Love. Jr. Way passes. We're talking about okay. We're talking about Kevin Love that shot thirty percent um, in the finals. I'm supposed to thrust the game upon Kevin Love. I'm supposed to thrust the game upon. Um, you can thrust the you can, you can thrust the game upon Kevin Love. Okay. Kevin Love is an all star man. Yes, you can. He shot thirty percent, man. Come on. So this he's not. He's he had his play, moments where he didn't really play like a, he can ball. He didn't play like an all star. Right? Or, disagree or di- agree or disagree? Did he play like an all star? No. Okay. But did so I, I, or was I, the game thrusted upon him? Was he giving that? Kind I ain't got time to find that out. If I'm a, if I thrust upon, I can't. This is the thing. I ain't, LeBron does not have, didn't have time to find all that out to see if these guys. He Dude, tried to get them the season. Stop playing. Stop playing forty-five minutes a game. Stop playing forty-five minutes a game. Yeah. See, this is, see, this is what. This is what the, the, when Kobe says these things. This is what goes into 
the false representation of what Kobe Bryant was and what he tries to say. Kobe, this is the thing with Kobe, right? Kobe Bryant was at, through sort of the latter part of his career, he put on this, he formed this image of being the perfect basketball player, right? As far as a guy with the the mentality that was so uh, 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 what's the word? Um, he had a mentality that was so menacing and mm-hmm. so deadly, and he was in, he created that type of mentality. But he himself was not that guy most times of his career. Mm-hmm. He himself got frustrated with his teammates. He himself threw his teammates under the bus. He himself did not trust his teammates on the floor. He himself was a very, very inefficient and high-volume shooter. Stop me, when I'm, stop me when yeah. I'm wrong now. Stop me when I'm That's wrong. That's for most of his career, correct? But I think his problem is when he says, I grew up... Well, you know, thinking about winning championships, blah blah blah. Like as if, as if he had this mentality. Oh, I got that. I got some for that too. The I got some for that too. I got some for that too. This is when you look at his the champion, the second championships, the championship run he had. You know, we had Gasol and Bynum and and those guys. He did allow those guys to do their thing. Those were he, guys, but th- would you would you disagree? Those were guys who were capable of doing their thing, right? True. Okay. He, but even even guys like Luke Walton had times when they stepped up and they played Luke, well. Luke, Luke had his spot, but he was not he was not relied upon to carry a significant amount of the of the load. He had his space. Mm-hmm. He had his little load he carried, but he was not relied upon to carry a heavy piece of the load. Now continue. Well, I'm saying, as time went on, Kobe Kobe he empowered Sasha Vujicic. Again, him like Lou Walton had his little piece that he had to carry. Not continue. Exactly. That's all. That's all he's saying. LeBron is should do with these guys. Let Jr. get his little piece. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I need somebody to carry a bigger piece than that <laughs> little piece. That's why. That's why it, it, you know, Kevin Love allowed him to do his thing. When Kevin Love gets the ball in the post this postseason, when he's used properly, we've seen Kevin Love ball. When I, Kevin Love is not depending on just to be a spot-up shooter, I that's you, when you end up shooting 30%. I tell you, the only time I saw Kevin Love, we didn't have a, 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 a Amber Alert out for Kevin Love was game one. He's dropped, he scored his little 21 points. That one time I didn't have an Amber Alert out for Kevin Love. I, all I'm saying is when you put him in a position to be himself and put him in the post and say just tell him to go out in the corner. Well, that's a Tyloo thing more so than LeBron thing. Uh, next, um, but like I'm saying... Okay, back to what you said about, um, you said, what you said, you said, about him looking up to Mike, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike was Kobe's favorite player. I would say he, that's the game, person he modeled his career after. When Mike won his first title, Kobe was 12, I want to say. So, um, Kobe said the, first, the main thing he looked at when you watching Mike was that he won championships. It was the more so the scoring part. If you ever watched Kobe Bryant play basketball, he out there getting buckets. It's buckets first. It's getting me first, more so than my teammates. So how can you how where is this narrative that Kobe Bryant made his teammates better? I where mean, there was times if you watch Kobe Bryant play basketball, he nothing about that says I'm team. Kobe, team. Kobe did team. I Kobe did have his games in the biggest games, Western Conference Finals, against the Nuggets, 09. Where he he had ten assists, he he had his games where he was decoy. He would come out get buckets, and then 
where it's a game, he passed, pass, pass, pass. This is the thing. I don't I'm not disagreeing with that. I just don't think Kobe Bryant is necessarily the guy that's supposed to say that to LeBron James. <laughs> I don't think he's the one that's supposed to say those type of Kobe just saying, do as I say, not as I do. Right. Right. So I just don't I don't I don't, I don't see it. I I think it's easy to say that sitting in your chair, now that you're sitting in Mr. Bryant. If you had yeah. to play this team, I don't know if you would be so willing to thrust the game upon your teammates if you had to go against that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's just, that's just me. But, no, Kobe would have took about 40 shots. But I think this, this also, these quotes also come from a place where Kobe wanted to interject himself in the conversation again. That's, yeah, he just want to be relevant. That's another piece of me that says that I think he wants to really interject himself in this conversation because... I don't think at no point did anyone ever say was Kobe Bryant better than Michael Jordan. Despite winning five championships, I don't think anybody ever said that. No. The most thing I heard about Kobe was he was the closest thing to Mike. Or the probably, yeah, the closest thing to Mike. Mm-hmm. And he more likely probably will be. Right. Maybe. But nobody, at no time, no, did anyone ever say he would be better than Mike. I think there were times when people, there are times when people say, Okay, I think LeBron is better than Mike. People have had that conversation. People have said that. So, I think... we're just a little salty with, with all this? Because we are yeah. debating why LeBron is playing at that. LeBron's still in his career. We have had plenty of LeBron versus NJ discussions. More than when Kobe was still playing of who you got, Kobe or Jordan. Yeah. And this is where the Kobe stands will really get mad because Kobe, more so people live off, what they hang on, hang their hat on Kobe is a lot of these rah-rah quotes mm-hmm. that he spews and a lot of these, this false bravado that is associated with Kobe Bryant. That he was this tough guy who endured everything and despite, you know, any type of odds, he would find a way to win. And he looked cool doing it. I I just don't think that a lot of people will put him ahead of Michael Jordan. And I think this is a conversation that passed him up along the way. Mm-hmm. That nobody, they just didn't realize it or they just didn't want to accept it. I mean, since 07, I think everybody pretty much said LeBron. I was about to say, after that, after ECF, the Eastern Conference Finals, when that game five, that's when everybody was like, okay. The torch, I don't think, be. was passed. I think the torch was taken mm-hmm. at that point. And I think ever since then, despite despite Kobe winning five titles, I don't think anyone has been willing. You know, the debate and, went on for a minute, but I don't think anyone would have said Kobe, Kobe was better than Brian. I don't know. Kobe might still be salty with himself with just how things went down in that one season where you could arguably say he was in a it was a LeBron-like season where they played the Suns that first round, mm-hmm. and they were up 3-1. Right. And they were easily an inferior team. I mean, right? that team was, was not good at all. Yet game seven comes, and Kobe was passive. Mm-hmm. He tried to show he could pass to win, almost like how LeBron plays, yeah. and he lost that game. So he might still be feeling some kind of way about that with himself. It's just, you know, I just don't think everyone – I just don't think nobody ever – Regarded Kobe is better. Now this now don't take this the wrong way. Kobe was a great player. Kobe is a great player. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think anyone ever had him in that stratosphere like that. 
Nobody was ever saying that he's better than than Jordan. People might say, ah, that's the closest thing to him. Mm-hmm. Closest thing is a carbon copy. And even, you know, people might be like, you know, I take Kobe over Jordan, not necessarily because they thought he was better. They just like Kobe more. Exactly. And that's the thing. You gonna, this is the thing when these arguments arise. You're going to go for your guy no matter who, no matter how much the other person, no matter how many points the other person has, no matter how many points, facts there are to be thrown out there, you're going to go with your guy over the other guy that they think is better than your guy. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is the thing. As far as when people talk about rings, who, there are a lot of guys that have more rings than certain guys that nobody would dare say is better than this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, would you say that would you say Tim Duncan's better than Larry Bird? I got Larry over. He got now. five rings though. Duncan got five rings. Bird got I three. I still got Larry. Larry Legend. See what I'm saying? No disrespect to Tim. He's still top ten himself. But, see what I'm saying? But who would say that? Who would say that? Um, let me see. Let me give. A, let me think of another one. Who would say that? Um, who, who would say that Bill Russell's better than Michael Jordan? I'm about to say, would we say Bill Russell better than LeBron? No. Nope. Would you say Russell Ma- were great, but nope. Would you say Magic's better than LeBron James? Was a better not basketball not player, a better basketball player than LeBron James. Not anymore. I mean, there was a time, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe in 2012. All right. 2013, you could you could say that, but not anymore. Right. So, I I, I just I don't get it. That's just that that quote really took took me aback and you know really made me examine what he was getting at and you know dissecting it I just think that's Kobe's way of still slightly interjecting himself like the tweet much like the tweet he sent out when he said enjoy my five enjoy MJ six and enjoy LeBron's journey <laughs> come on man we, 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 we passed talking about your five <sighs> we know you got your five alright now, mm-hmm. now go over there Nah, I don't be, know. be happy and be retired. With all due respect, of course. To Enjoy the detailed. With all due respect, of course, to the mama. Okay. Um, let's go back to bi- talking about biases. Why can people never drop their biases when it comes to this whole goat discussion? If you because he wants you guy to be the goat. Of course, people. You know, that's that's what it gets down to. You know, if 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 you drop your biases, then you leaving yourself susceptible for the other person's case to be. Better than yeah, the case just, you're making for your guy. Yeah, I just think it's a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when people argue, they want to be the, the most the right person in the room. Uh, and people have moved goalposts and done all type of things to make excuses for their guy to be I mean, that guy. Even in television, yeah. when these people be making cases for whether it's Skip with with MJ or Nick Wright with LeBron. Mm-hmm. They only give they give you one perspective, but they don't give you both sides of it. I mean, with me, you know, everybody know me. I'm the biggest LeBron fan. I ain't listen. It's only the only time I really go far out is when people really try to move the goalposts. But context is everything with me. I, I I can have a real discussion with people about it. So that's just how I approach the argument. As far as my guy, everybody know Jordan is my guy too. But I mean. I can't deny LeBron of that's what he's done. Dang, that's the biggest thing when you're having these conversations. You don't have to tear down the other one to argue your guy's point. Mm-hmm. It's like we both know, but see, people will not say LeBron is great when they arguing against him. 
they'll call it, they'll pretty much act like he's a Joe Blow random, you know, middle of the pack NBA guy out here. You can't do that. I mean, we this guy, he done, he brought Cleveland a championship. I mean, okay, this is real quick. Let's divert real quick. Name somebody who could have took this class team to the finals other than LeBron. Uh, if we playing this Cavs team in today's basketball, maybe, maybe Magic could have. Maybe. Mm. I mean, because he's just that great of a point guard and getting everybody involved. I think, you know, he could have maximized, you know, he, he might could have maximized this everybody's where, potential. This, this is where I, I go with the magic thing. Now, when he's out here passing, making all these great plays, when these guys are missing, start missing them open jumpers, what does magic do then? Magic, he, man, he going to take it to the rim. He could score too. He won't. He won't. He gonna take it to the rim, and he's still gonna, he gonna keep passing, honestly. Man, but the thing is though, back then, when he was driving, he making passes for layups. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. Yeah, that's the thing. You now you passing for the three. Well, these guys, are these guys gonna stay at the three, or are they gonna magic? Is magic gonna be like, look, y'all ain't hitting. We got to change some stuff up, and we gonna y'all gonna keep on coming to the rim, and I create I think, like that. I think, I think in this game, it's only so many times you can put somebody on the post and give them a, a, a sky hook. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's only so many times you can do that. I mean, <laughs> and then and these other guys, you're trading two pointers for threes on the other end. And I mean, can, maybe even MJ. I mean, officiating the way officiating is today, the way guys don't defend at the level guys did back then, and he was still averaging 35. I mean, who's to say, you know, Jordan couldn't average 40 and get get you about six or six? Think, I don't think a volume scorer can do that, though, it, with this roster. Mm-hmm. I don't think a volume scorer can do that with this roster. You have to have somebody who can, you know, create for others as well. That, and he could. Yeah. He did. I just don't see Jordan keeping his cool once 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 Jr. get to doing what he doing and once these guys hey, once Jordan Clarkson who, get on the court. Who's to say that ain't a bad thing though? Jordan knocked out Gay Kerr a good one and Kerr Kerr was busting them threes after that. Who to say who to say Jordan ain't get into it with Jr. early in the season and, and next thing you know for twenty five games Jr. forty five percent three point shooter. I don't see it, man. We 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 chased. We, we right, yeah, we done. Let's the get to the let's get to the next part where everybody really wants to talk about. Where everybody really is interested in. Where is LeBron James going this summer? That man going. Where do you think he going? You can go ahead and go first. I'm more hot on. Okay, at first, first I was pretty much hot on Houston uh, because I felt like. Um, it's it's an easy plug uh, mm-hmm. to me, uh, and LeBron has spoken about him wanting to play more off the ball coming in the next season, um, and I feel like he'd be good for James Harden as well. Uh, yeah, we we probably get to see Harden after Game One of a Western Conference Finals because after Game One, that boy be tied. Right, he, he go in my right, and you know, I thought I thought that would be the number one option for me. But as time has gone on the past, you know, couple of days, I would say LA 
is where I'm leaning towards now. Mm-hmm. I would say LA too. I mean, LA, it makes too much sense. Is with the much the amount of money they have with LeBron's outside, off the court career, as far as wanting to be a mogul, as far as wanting to get into Hollywood. It makes so much sense. Uh, didn't, and isn't this decision more on... I think, of course, wherever he goes, they're going to form the best team around him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But also, I think this decision has a lot to do with his family. Right. And I think, the, you know, based off a lot of stuff I, I've heard and read, the family didn't want to go back to Cleveland. No. And the family, you know... They enjoy life in L.A. That's where they be at when the season's over and everything. So, yeah, according to these reports, uh, Gary Payton and a lot of people say LeBron's son, Bronny, is already committed to um, a, a school out in L.A. to join their team. Uh, so all things are pointing towards. It ain't pointing towards L.A. Clippers. I remember some. Yeah, let's talk about the Clippers. I don't see that happening. It's merely because. If LeBron were to go to the Clippers, I don't think we had the same impact because L.A. is Laker land. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are something to do when you know when you just pass into yeah. Let's go to Clippers. Game. I was like, Lakers ain't doing well this year. Let's go to the Clips game. The Clips playoff yeah, game. Let's go to the Clippers game. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to do, but that time that's 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 Lakers. The only reason I threw the Clippers into it is because of Jerry. Yeah, Jerry West, and you know. LeBron wants to be LeBron wants to be big time Broadway. He ain't going for no he ain't going for no secondary act. He gonna go to LA. If you're gonna go out there, you're gonna go to the You're gonna go to the Lakers. Yeah. And you know, I if he's if it's LA, it's, it's the Lakers to me. Yeah. Magic Magic ain't no way Magic lose on LeBron to the Clippers. I don't see nah. that. Yeah, for for the Clippers to get to where, you know, they maximize their full potential, they probably gonna have to go about it the Golden State way. Yeah, drafting, you know, drafting house talent. Yeah, drafting build. Uh, let's talk about LA though. Um, let's not LA, it's the Lakers. 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 Yeah. Let's talk more so about the Lakers. Uh, they have the, they have a, a lot of money to allocate to different guys. You know, uh, Paul George. Pretty much, I think they Paul George. The deal is all about all but done for to get him there, especially True. if LeBron goes. There are reports that OKC. Might have more of a chance than what everybody thinks, but you know, I, if I had to put money on it, I would still say PG's going to LA. Right. Okay. And uh, yeah. Do we want to figure out what team is going to be formed around LeBron if he chooses the Lakers? Right. Let's look into some possibilities. You know, everyone's saying right now it would be LeBron and PG, and then maybe they could do a sign and trade somewhere else. Okay, but this is a possibility I want to explore. If that's assuming LeBron wants to get a big contract to come there, if LeBron just says, "Look, I take whatever little deal to come out there," because I'm I'm taken care of off the court. I make on the court, off the court. I, I have enough money, so we're trying to really put the best team together. You know, I ain't looking at money like much like they did in Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, who who who's to say they can't go get another one of these guys to put on there? So we're thinking. Maybe LeBron signs, I don't know, 20 mil. That seems reasonable. It's not too much, too big, 20, 15 mil a year. I don't know. I doubt he does, but I seen, you know, maybe do they, does that allow Chris Paul to sign for the money he wants? 
Maybe you then trade for Paul George instead. I mean, there's a lot of different possibilities. Because, I mean, we all know Chris Paul and Braun are buddies. You know? Right. And they and Paul, Chris Paul, during during the finals, was already recor- recruiting LeBron, trying to get him to come to Houston. Um, but Mainly because he wants that. He wants that max money that, you know, it's diff- It's a different max if he goes to L.A. than the max he will get at Houston. Mm-hmm. Because he was traded to the Rockets. So all, you know, that right. all NBA, that super, that super max kind of stuff, all that's still in play for him. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah. I think LeBron's going to L.A., though. I can, Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I'm leaning towards L.A., I'm, I'm leaning towards L.A. Now. It's another thing in regards to the Lakers. Lonzo Ball, right? Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson has said, Lonzo Ball, he sees greatness in you, right? He sees your number being up there with Shaq, Kobe, mm-hmm. Kareem, Mad- himself, all the great Lakers. He sees your number going in the Raptors one day, right? LeBron, if you if they feel like LeBron is gonna be turned off by all anything that comes with Lonzo, don't think he won't get traded. True, but I feel if LeBron is serious about this playing off the ball thing, what's gonna be what Lonzo should stay. If he's serious about playing off ball, not because if Lonzo is traded, you bring in Paul George. If, if Lonzo's traded, you essentially putting all your cars into we dragging Chris Paul away from the Rockets. Yeah, that's what that's saying. That's what that's telling me. If Lonzo's yeah. traded, if, if if LeBron come out and say I don't want to play with him because of that dad, his dad, and. Okay, that's the only situation. That's the only situation with with all these teams where you're gonna be with a point guard who's gonna set you up off ball wise. Quick pause. Let's go back to Lonzo. Bill more my case. Lonzo dropped a diss track on his own teammate Kyle Kuzma today. Let's listen to this. They boys. No, no. When we trying to recruit the best player in the world, we don't do stuff like this. Let's listen to the audio. Think you want smoke? Call me Mr. Chimney. I want smoke. Come on, man. Look, man. Get man, at least look, look, look. Let let him make it. No. Ready or not, here I come. Let him make what is it. What's that? <laughs> oh, man. We listen. If LeBron is turned off by any of that, man, come on, he's gone. So you got you, you, you when he shows up, we gotta cut all this out. All that's all that's over. I mean, I feel like all this extra stuff that's going on. I think it would cut out if LeBron comes. It' gonna have to. I think I think we'll see him. I think Levar would chill out some. He' gonna have to. You see, 
even when, when he was talking to, on, on Undisputed earlier, he said KD ain't you no know, good enough for Big Baller Brand, but he ain't talk crazy about LeBron. He know hey. better. Hey, we hey, they, if 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 they know what's good, they'll hush all that up. And it would. And if LeBron say, get it out of here, bye. He'll be gone. But I think it would work out well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Them on the court would be great, I think. On the break, you talking about you got Lonzo with LeBron on one wing, Paul George potentially on the other wing, mm-hmm. and you know, on the half court, them two basketball IQs, the type of vision both of those Kuzma. guys got. Um, it can work. I think it will work and then of course, you know, it'll be a it'll actually it'll be a brand new team. It'll be a lot of new parts. It'll be some vets coming in too. Gotta bring some vets in. I think um but you'll still probably be able to have guys like your Ingram Josh Hart's. I think Hart would be a good solid player around LeBron. He's a good guy who can I spot can up. I like him fitting in well. This is why I kind of defer on that. I could see if they really, you know, get into moving pieces, I think Ingram will be a piece that they move. I, I think he would be a piece that they move. And I think right now he has the highest stock of all the younger guys. Over Randall. Oh, oh yeah, Randall's. He's um he's a restricted free agent. They gonna let him off the books. He gone. They are not gonna bring him back. Okay. But I I think Ingram has a higher value than Lonzo or Kuzma right now. Mm. I think you know we seen Ingram. His game went up and he started to average more points this past season. Everybody loves these long forwards. You see what the Celtics are doing with a bunch of these forwards. These guys who can play different positions. All right. Well, it'd be interesting to see. I just like to note that, you know, Le- the first time that, you know, LeBron really created this, he signed a three year deal in Cleveland. So they set up 2010. Mm-hmm. And then in 2010, he bounced. 2014, he bounced. So it's a pattern here. When his free agency has been the discussion of the offseason, more times than not, he bounces. Yep. So. Cleveland, it's over with. It is over with. I say my Cleveland top three would be LA, Houston, Philly. You still got Philly in there? I still possibly can see Philly being there because they have an open GM spot and maybe they sign David Griff. Oh. Maybe, maybe, maybe that opens the way for LeBron going to Philly. You never know. If I had to call it, it's LA, Houston. And part of me had, like a few days ago, New York was a option, but I don't think New York is an option anymore. No. Um, but yeah, I, New I, York's I, an option for Kyrie. That's what about, talk about what about Boston though for LeBron? If Boston, if Danny Ainge really had the guts to do it, he would have had to trade Kyrie because Kyrie ain't trying to play with. He that would, wouldn't wouldn't that be something? That'd be Kyrie. crazy. And then it, we, Kyrie, we ship he's, Kyrie. He's not trying to resign. He's not ship, trying to sign an extension right now. We ship Kyrie back to Cleveland. <laughs> you thought you didn't want to play with LeBron? Hey, <laughs> you go play with that. <laughs> and that'll be talking about it. <laughs> Danny Ainge cutthroat man. I know. He, he traded it. I know. After what he did for the Celtics, you know, playing after his sister passing, mm-hmm. playing with the injury. Danny, Danny Ainge. Kyrie sitting here like, look, man, I ain't trying to sign an extension right now. Okay. 
Oh, right in. Okay. Now, okay, if they do pull LeBron and then they sit Kyrie down and let him listen to reason, will Kyrie listen to reason at that point and be like, Kyrie never listened to reason. Right. He, he still thinks the earth's flat. Oh, that's that proves his point. If the Earth is flat, the universe is constantly working against him. If they, <laughs> he working against himself, not if, trying to sign his extension. If LeBron end up in in Boston, and he he it, it, you'd have to be crazy to say I ain't gonna play with LeBron. Y'all should be back to Cleveland. <laughs> you want to be the man that bad? Like you want to score all the points on the team that bad? Mamba mentality. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. The irony. Mamba mentality. I can see Kyrie in New York being a thing, though. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Uh, I can see he needs to sign this extension, though. He really playing games. Because what's a better basketball situation than Boston right now? I don't know, man. Then Kyrie is like, man, you can't stay healthy either. You got to, you know what I'm saying? Is, is the load really what you want to mm-hmm. carry? You got to be able to stay healthy if you're going to carry this low. You know, maybe someone taking a low off of you is what you need. Yeah. It's Especially what you for need. these bad knees, you got you, ha- you keep having to have surgery. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. That would be something. Yeah, that'd be funny. Okay. I, I kinda, I'm kind of rooting for that to happen now. Just just for the conversations we would yeah, have. Yeah, that would be wild. That would be wild. I, don't, I would put Boston as a dark horse four in my race, but... Uh, I, I guess I, I guess I'll throw Philly in that three spot. If Boston, if he goes to Boston, though, that is, that's that's telling us right here, Kyrie's gone. That's what that means. I mean, it, it's funny with each situation, you know, what the after effect will be. Yeah, uh, draft night uh, will be a big night to see. You know, if potentially somebody will take a shot then to try to trade some pieces to put them in a better position. But uh, that's we'll see some trades made for sure, especially oh, yeah. with with this class. You yeah. know, it's a it's a very talent rich. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into a little bit of after talk. Uh, we want to talk about mainly super teams. You know, it's been this discussion of you know has this been good for the NBA, um, things like that. It's always been the thing now that you know the Warriors did what they did. They amped it up even more mm-hmm. um, from what teams we saw in the past. So this has been, you know, my thing. During, when people love to bring up the other big threes that have been formed, during those eras, thinking about the big three Celtics, the Heat, did they, did the NBA ever feel, did they ever feel like there was imbalance within the NBA? Did it ever feel like that? Or did it still feel like anybody could win it? When the Celtics first got together, I felt like, okay, we know the Celtics going to win this. That's how I felt. Because, I mean, even though the Lakers had, had you know, Kobe and Powell. I felt like other teams were still, they caught it at the right time because other teams were still in their stages of figuring it out. Because, mm-hmm. like you talk about, Kobe and Powell were still, you know, in the infancy. Orlando was still. So Dwight, Dwight just was Dwight, really. Dwight was just Dwight. LeBron hadn't taken the next step yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was coming. Was LeBron, that, Dwight was, and LeBron were both superstars. They were coming, but they it was they they, they weren't ready to. I'm about to say they they didn't have that second guy alongside them. They weren't. Who was also time. a star. And San Antonio, you know, San Antonio was still there. You know, they was uh, dueling it out with Kobe. Um, who else? Let me see. Think back. I mean, Let's think back. Uh. I mean, when you kind of look at it, you can kind of almost equate it to now. I mean, back then, LeBron was a solo. 
Dwight was so low. Pal Gasol is a star. Would we say was Pal Gasol back then? Would we Pal say he's was a? All, he was all star. He was all star. He's peak. So that yeah, that big three, and and then Rondo kind of we we slept on Rondo. Yeah, Rondo was, was really good. Rondo was supp- was supplementary to what they had. He felt he fit in perfect, but he was still supplementary. Mm-hmm. Everyone still focused on Garnett, Allen, and Pierce. I mean, we could really say it was a big three and a half. Like Rondo was that guy. Yeah, Rondo had his Rondo was emerging as in the top point guard in the league conversation for a while. Um, but I never felt like it. Just never felt like going into the games like, fam. It's only a matter of what's the score gonna be. Yeah, they were like they were really good, but it just it felt like you always felt like okay, the other team still got a shot. I would say it's probably because those guys they were they were past their prime. They were you know they They were were still great. They were early thirties, early Mm thirties. So yeah, they were they were in the middle of their prime like these guys are. Mm -hmm. Now during the heat though, let's go to the heat. I feel like it was way more contenders during the Heat's run because you still had Kobe doing his thing. You had you had the Celtics. Um, you had the Celtics. You okay, had the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And the Pacers were up and coming. Um, where but, we but in the West? West? In the West. West. Uh, the Thunder. Really think the Pacers had it. Yeah, the Spurs, of course. The Thunder. The Spurs. The Thunder surprised people. Because they were so young, but you knew the talent was but, there. Yeah, you knew what Durant and Russell and Harden as a six-man mm-hmm. had what was bringing. I, I, it never felt like that it was all set up for them to win. I just think... Because they, they struggled early. They, they did. I mean, and it's because it was the infancy of the player-created super teams. It, it was the prototype. You know what I'm saying? It was the first rendition of guys coming together. We're going to make the cap work. We're going to get these guys on these minimum contracts. We got these guys are on the team who we're going to keep, blase, blase. The thing with the Warriors and why it seems so like they're so unbeatable is because they really, they, they the 2.0. They took it to the next level. This is exactly. the evolution of, this, of the player created super teams. Exactly. But you, you got guys in the middle of their primes. Yeah, but at, at any point did when did at any point did the any of those guys go to a team that was already established? No, cause, I mean the Heat. He didn't they, make the playoffs. Year I would say they weren't established then. So he didn't make the playoffs year before, and the Celtics were were struggling. Mm-hmm. That was when, you know, everyone was like, it's a shame the Celtics aren't as good as such a historic mm-hmm. franchise. And then the Heat didn't make the playoffs the year before Bosch and LeBron showed up. And, you know, there were other nuances to LeBron leaving Cleveland. You know, True. That, that we, that we could, that I could spend all day getting into. But, you know, could, people tend to forget about that. Could we, could we say we have a false sense of, dang, we know what's going to happen? With, with Golden State? Yeah, because... Mm. The Rockets were up 3-2. We all just felt like coming to the season, we knew Golden State got this. But We knew they did, but we just didn't know that there would be certain bumps on the road. Now, I would say this. Last year, when they won the first one, I was like, I don't think see nobody beating that. I said like, we knew they were going to win the first one because they had something to prove. They, they, could, they could not lose. Now, they they would have lost that year. 
Now, I will say. They would have had, had to leave the planet Earth. They would have had to move to Mars. Now, I will say. I went back and watched um, Kyrie and LeBron's run in 2016. Them three straight that they went and took from Golden State. I see why LeBron. I mean, I see why Draymond got on the phone after that game. Yeah, because Harrison Barnes was ass. Come on, he man. couldn't make. He couldn't. Come he on, couldn't man. throw a rock in the ocean. Yeah. All he had to do put it was on hit. All he had to do was hit a three. Y'all gonna put a it on three. Y'all gonna put it on Harrison Barnes. You better skip. We gonna put on Harrison. He wide open shooting. Y'all had shots. to win one more game. He had to hit one three. Y'all gonna win. Fair. Y'all gonna put it on Harrison Barnes. Y'all gonna put on Harrison Barnes. <laughs> Well, all man. they needed was one guy to hit an open shot that was not named Clay. Why did y'all, y'all put Brandon Rush in? I said the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, shit, this, mo- this man over here missing all these threes. At least try Brandon Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a family show. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, my bad. I got, I got my, my warriors in me. But you, you, a, you, you, hit, you hit a nerve. You took it back to 16. I'm just saying, man. Like, you, I, I know I'm a warriors fan. I'm just saying, man. Looking at what LeBron and Kyrie was able to orchestrate. As much as much as Kyrie said he don't like playing with LeBron, when them two was on together, it was showtime. It was beautiful to watch, but it was also like your turn, my turn. It never yeah. just, it never they, just, man. They gave forty one a piece in game. It never just uh, game low like that. It but. did when they were on. Now that game seven, them two put together. That's that's one of the best duo performances in NBA history, to me. Like. Those two together were when those two together when they were both on from a scoring standpoint was way better than Braun and D Wade. Mm-hmm. Like it was phenomenal to watch. I just that's why I hate that Kyrie says he can't play with him. But I really do see why when LeBron put that flip that switch. I really see why Draymond had to make that phone call. I really see it. And no matter how, this, this I feel like this is going to get into a t- thing. Durant, you know, as much as, you know, I applaud him for taking his future into his own hand, fam, in that same token, you had him down 3-1-2. True. True. That now, be, but I, can never I, be, I, we can never lose. I that. understands the I understand Durant's mindset on this though. When I look at it for basketball reasons, one, you've been playing with Westbrook, who you know he don't have the highest IQ at times. And the now nah, I ain't gonna just put everything on Westbrook. The Thunder's system is on the same level as the Cavs. They ain't got no system. It ain't, ain't no structure there. Ain't no ball movement. It's you ISO, I ISO, we ISO. But this is we just gonna do the ISO. And you don't want. And KD said he want to showcase how great of a player he is. All his talents. He want to play in a basketball system. And what better system in the league at that time than Golden State? <laughs> now. We we don't look at it with that. So when you look at bro, you went to the seventy three and nine team. You really went to the team that had you. You was up three one on, and they beat you. You really gonna go to them? But let's provide some more context, real quick. This is a team that you had down that you didn't close a deal on. Mm-hmm. You know, you went eight, you went nine for thirty mm-hmm. in game six. Yeah. The next game, you went ten for thirty. Mm-hmm. You didn't shoot good. 
Now, this the thing, and then we, we, when we talk about KD and Russell coexisting, it would, I'm pretty sure everybody would agree that Russell is an alpha male when it comes to his personality, when it comes to his demeanor, right? Mm-hmm. KD, more passive-aggressive, mm-hmm. beta male, but you would say, you would never say that Kevin Durant is not a better basketball player than Russell Westbrook. That's where the problem lies. Because mm-hmm. you got the better player with the beta mindset. With the beta mentality and the you know, and then you got the the player who should probably take a back seat to this guy with the alpha dog mentality. Mm-hmm. That's where the problem came in. And that's where, you know, when KD says those things like, oh, it's harder to be uh, 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 what he say It's harder to be The best player On a really good team Or something like that That's easy to say When you're in that position mm-hmm. But let's gain Some more perspective here If KD KD had If you look at These playoffs Everybody was starting To rail on KD Cause he had some Pretty so suspect games Up until game three Right Am I, Stop me when I'm wrong And It didn't affect anything Right now, so that's debunking your statement when you can't re- when you're not really on, but you got other guys that can get thirty, right? Mm-hmm. If LeBron don't get fifty, LeBron don't get forty, LeBron don't get thirty, what's gonna happen? They gonna lose with the, st- but I mean, look at the structure, how this team is structured though. Which one? This cat, this Cavs team. I mean, if Le- LeBron got two. He got two when Kyrie was there too. Not as badly as he has to now. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, it's it's making my point even more. But it's saying like, but that's fam, almost, that's almost how all LeBron teams are structured. But it's, we going off to another conversation. But where, fam, you can't say these quotes though when you playing for the the team where you really ain't gotta do much. You know, you all you gotta do is score. This man got to score, he got to rebound, he got to assist, he got to do this, he got to come down here and play D every now and then. And everybody say he don't play defense. Why you? Go, why would I expand all my energy playing defense on this end and I got to come put a score 51 and make sure we even got a chance hey, to play, be in the game? Empower your teammates. Come on, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Empower look, One last question. If Kyrie stayed, did Cleveland have a better shot in this past series if Kyrie would have stayed? I think so. True, but who who say Kyrie wouldn't need a surgery either? I'm saying yeah, we're, assuming, a we're, assuming a health, we're assuming a healthy one, healthy Kyrie. I mean, yeah, they would have definitely had a definitely had a better chance. I mean, they win game one if you ask me. Right, Kyrie a killer. Kyrie yeah. take that shot. He gonna he gonna win them the game. So they win at least one, and knowing Kyrie. Game three, you looking at Steph missing everything. In your head, you laughing. You like, well, I'm finna light you up. You really finna be feeling bad. So that's a game Kyrie go for about 35 on Steph when he see him missing all these shots. I went back and watched the uh, series. Kyrie gave Clay and Steph all they wanted. When Steph would get switched on to him, he just it don't matter. It didn't matter the defense Steph would play. Steph could play A plus defense. It's just the fact that I know you you guarding me. I'm finna mm-hmm. hit the shot. It's just like 2011, Dirk Nowitzki, Chris Bosh. When you go back and look at the series, Chris Bosh was playing some defense. I mean, every shot was contested. Mm-hmm. But Dirk, like, man, it's Chris Bosh. He ain't nobody. I'm gonna, yeah, he hit the game I'm gonna light on. you up. All right. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. They would have a better chance. I, I mean, I say Kyrie would have got them a game and a half. Yeah. I feel like they would have either lost in five in a close, and um, you know, maybe one of the other games would have been close and could go either or. That's why I say one and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, we've rambled. We've gone back and forth. We've discussed and dissected everything. Oh, I think that's a good stopping point for this episode. Uh, you got anything else we want to get into? Or you think else we got to say for this episode? No, just, uh, of course... I know you're ready for football season. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. I'm I'm ready for this off season to go. And, you know, get started. I'm ready for the draft. I'm I, I'm all basketball, so I'm ready for this draft and see where all these young players go. Cause I got a few of them who I'm very high on. I want to see where they end up at. Yeah, I'm uh, paying attention for the off season. Uh, see where where everybody's going. Where. You know what I'm saying? Where these rookies gonna get drafted to? You know who? I just I just want Trey Young to go anywhere, but Orlando. Oh yeah, we got yeah we gonna get into that. We gonna we we gonna we gonna go in down and uh, look at the the prospects and see you know possibly where we would maybe we should do a show if we were drafting. You know where we draft guys. I think that's that's, that's cool with me. I think that's the better way to go instead of doing a mock draft. Yeah, um, what we think they gonna do. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down with just talking about each player and why I would take them yeah. over the other. That's a bit. Uh, college football uh, summer preview. Yeah, I want to get into that. I want to talk about um, pretenders and who I think is being a little overrated right now. <coughs> who? Auburn. Auburn? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh I can see LSU. LSU well, better not be LSU every, Man, what? LSU... People see that helmet and they say they, they're going to be something. But we'll, we'll get into all that next show. Uh, uh, we're going to start with SEC, of course, and then uh, we're going to, of course, look around the, the country uh, as far as what we think, you know, top 10, probably put out a top 10, top 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. But uh, for my co-host of Boat, I am a coach, and we're going to sign this one off. Let's holler at y'all next time. Holler.